Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I am here with a word, okay? I'm gonna get right into this word. And I wanna talk to you about worrying. Worrying. I Even right now, I hear the Lord saying, why do you have so little faith? Why do you have so little faith? Why are you worrying? You know, We'll have these false imaginations in our mind, these illusions, these strong delusions in our mind. And that's all that it is. It's not, it don't be the truth. We be thinking that God's not going to come through, but when did God never come through? Like, where is a time that he never came through? It might, might not be in the way that you think that he should have came, but when is God, when does he, when does he, Fail. He can't fail, right? And I was, um, it's two Bible verses I want to bring to you. And the first Bible verse is Philippians chapter 4. <clears throat> Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. And we'll go down to verse, um, don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done so first you know you come to God and you come to him with a thankful heart with a heart of gratitude because of all the other times that he has came through for you so you say, Lord, I thank you for being reliable. I thank you for being faithful. I thank you for being trustworthy. I thank you just for who you are. I thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh. I thank you for that, right? Because he's saying, don't worry. Instead, pray about everything. It says, and then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, no, one final thing. Fix your thoughts. So now we, this is the renewing of the mind. Remember, we, we are transformed into new, into new people, into a new person by changing the way that we think, right? So praying is where you die to yourself in. You begin to step into your identity of Christ Jesus and you begin to come to God and talk to him and pour out to him how you feel and you leave it there. You leave that worry there, right? And it says, fix your thoughts on what is true. What is true? It's true that God is faithful. It's true that God said he would never leave you nor forsake you. It's true that he said, when you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown, child. It is true that he said, when you walk through the fire of oppression, the flames will not consume you. That is the truth, right? And honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. So fix your mind on Jesus. Fix your mind on the kingdom of heaven. Fix your mind on God. Right? Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing. 
then the God of peace will be with you. So what God does is, right, God will let you be in a situation like your Red Sea. You'll be standing at the Red Sea, child. And you got your enemies coming coming after you. And you standing where God has brought you. And then you look to him, right? And you like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Lord, you know I can't swim. What, what am I going to do? And your faith, you trusting in him and leaning not to your own understanding. That is what's going to part this Red Sea, child. This is what's going to part your finances. This is what's going to part your health. This is what's going to part your ministry is when you look to God. When you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, that Red Sea has to part, okay? It has to. I'm telling you the truth. So many times has my faith been tested, child. And I had to lay things down. The Lord told me to sacrifice something, child. And I watched it. The Lord give it back to me. He just like, I wanted to see would you trust me with this. Oh, child. He blessed me. He said, I, I want to see if you trust me with this. Do you trust me with this? Do you trust me with your bills? Do you trust me with your health? Do you trust me with your finances? Do you trust me with your marriage? Do you trust me with your 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 whole overall mental health? Do you trust me? So I'm going to tell you to lay it down. I'm going to tell you to sacrifice it. I'm going to tell you to stay there. I'm going to tell you to come up to the mountain. I'm going to tell you to. Because I want to see, do you trust me? Will you not withhold anything from me? Will you give it all to me? That's what God wants, child. That's what he wants you to see. And this is one of my favorite psalms lately. I've been holding this psalms near and dear to my heart. And I want to read it to you. Because I feel like it's going to bless you. It says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shield. Well, shade, I'm sorry, not shield, shade, but he is shield too, child. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm. And watches over your life. The Lord keeps a watch over you. As you come and go. Both now and forever. So. That trial. That tribulation. That this. this What you are facing right now. You're not in it by yourself. God has never left you. He hasn't, he hasn't forsaken you. He is right there in the midst. And he just wants you to know, do you believe me? Do you trust me? That's all he is doing is building trust with you. He wants you to know that he is loyal to you. He's not against you. He's with you. 
He watches over you. He doesn't sleep. That means he ain't playing about you. When he said he don't sleep or slumber, that means he's not playing. He's making sure that his eyes is fixed on you. He's making sure that no harm comes near your dwelling child. That all he wants you to do is trust him. All God wants you to do in this situation is trust him. And I guarantee you, you will walk out victorious. I guarantee you, you will walk out with a new testimony. Just believe that. Remember, he said his thoughts is nothing like your thoughts. He says his ways are far beyond yours, child. His ways is not your ways. He said just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so his ways are higher than your ways. And his thoughts higher than your thoughts, child. He says, just as the rain and snow comes from the heavens and, and, and it comes down to the earth, right? And he says in his word, he says that it, it gives seed to the farmer and bread to the hungry, right? So that means that his word, just like, just like how the rains come down and it produces fruit. So his word, when it's spoken over you, child, it produces fruit. He said his word does not come back to him void. He said it's the same as his word. When it goes out from him, when he sends his word out, it always bears fruit, child. His word cannot return back to him void. He cannot stand on his word. He, I mean, he cannot not stand on his word. You know what I'm saying? He has to do what he said. So God is saying he's working a miracle, he's working a miracle. If he's saying, wait, be still, you wait and be still. If he says this battle is yours, he said this battle is yours. It's it. That's it. And you stand on what God said. It don't matter who tries to come up against it. It does not matter. You just keep on pressing the mark. You keep going, child. And you keep on repeating what thus saith the Lord. Because let me tell you something. God is in the midst today. God is in the atmosphere. He sees you. He has heard your cry, child, and he is ready to act on your behalf. Just trust him. Just trust him. I want to take you to Genesis 22. And this talks about Abraham's faith being tested. And it says, sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied. Here I am. Take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac, whom you love so much. And go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early. It says Abraham got up early, child. God just told him to sacrifice his one and only son, the son that he has promised that he was going to give him many descendants through child. That very son, God said, go sacrifice him as a burnt offering. And, and Abraham didn't drag it on. It says the next morning, Abraham got, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son, Isaac, 
Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. See, it's something about that third day. That third day brings a life, child. And God said, your third day is coming. Yes, he has told you to sacrifice this thing. But he said, on that third day, I'm going to resurrect it. You might not be able to see how God can see. I hear him saying, you can't see what I see. Because my perception, my thought process is higher than yours. I'm at a whole different level. But he says, if you are willing, I will bring you up to see what I see and hear what I hear. If you are willing to surrender, if you are willing to sacrifice that thing, I will bring you up higher to see how I see it, to hear it how I hear it. It does not matter what God is saying. God, it does not, I mean, not what God is saying. I mean, it, it does not matter what other people is saying. It matters what God is saying. Okay, the bill collector might have called you. That's cute. What did God say? Okay, the doctor might have said that. But what did God say? See, you got to always, you know how people go and they'll get a um a second opinion, a third opinion? You got to let God be your second opinion, child. And his, his word is facts. It's not even an opinion. It's factual. And when God gives you that revelation... You had to stand on that. It said, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little farther. We will worship there and then we will come right back. You got to have that mindset. Child, that is just like Jesus. When he said, listen, I got the authority to, to lay my life down and pick it back up when I please. Abraham's thought process was different. He said, we're going to go worship and we're going to be right back. Because I heard God say, sacrifice my one and only son. But I know he got the power to resurrect the child. So I'm a, I, we're going to be back. Just stay right here. That's what he said. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offerings on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them walked together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. We have the fire and the wood, the boy said. But where is the sheep for the burnt offering? I want you to read this next part. It said, God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son, Abraham answered. And they both walked on together. Okay, God's saying the sacrifice thing. He's, he's saying he got you. He's saying don't worry about it. He said it's done. Just, just look at it as done. It's, it's already finished. Believe that I will provide for you. Believe that I have the sacrifice prepared for you. Because who's our sacrifice? Jesus Christ. That's who our sacrifice is. He said believe it. Everybody can quote scriptures. Everybody can quote it, but how many people can walk through it? How many, how many people can boldly walk through the scriptures and fulfill it? All day long, 
you can say if God be for me, who can be against me? But when you get in that situation, God want to see your heart. Does your heart really say if God is for me, who can be against me? Or does your heart say, oh, snap, I done got myself into a tight place. And you sitting there trying to figure out how things is going to get done. Or are you truly going to be like, listen, God is for me. So can't none of these things be against me. God is looking at your heart. He wants to see, okay, you quote my word, but do you believe it? You said you're victorious, so are you going to let yourself stay in defeat? Or are you going to choose to be victorious? You said you're more than a conqueror, so I'm putting you in a situation to conquer it. God wants to know, do you really believe him? Are you willing to give up your one and only son if he tells you to? Now, girl, I ain't telling you to sacrifice your kids. Don't nobody be like Jay from Within Her Beauty said, no, 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 no. I'm just, you know. I'm just giving you the word and you take it back to the Lord. Don't nobody sacrificing nobody now, okay? And it says, when they arrived at the place where God had told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son, Isaac, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from Hebron, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way. For now, I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your own son. Your, your son, your only son. Child, listen, Abraham was about that life. He was like, listen, I'm about to have to catch a body today because I heard what God said to me, right? And right when he was about to, because he was, he, was, he was willing, it said the angel called to him and Abraham said, here I am. What do you mean? I'm right here where you told me to be. That's what God is looking for. Are you going to be where he told you to be? Here I am. I'm right where you told me, doing right what you told me to do. And you see what happened when you at the place God told you to be at. Oh, this is the word. He's right at the place where God told you to be at, child. Do you see the blessing? He said, do not hurt him in any way. For now, I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me, even your son. Your only son. He said, now I know you fear him. Now, now I know you fear me. Now I know. Now I know that you really walk boldly and you stand firm on my word because you were willing to give up everything for it. Now I know that my word is embedded in your heart. Now I know you are a true warrior for the kingdom because you were willing to give it all up for the sake of my word. The Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham named the place Yahweh Yireh, which means the Lord will provide. So listen, child. It was that ram in the thicket. It's, it's Jesus. That's your sacrifice. He's saying, listen, my son already did what he, what he came to do. He already came to give you salvation. He already came to set you free. But will you, but will you lay it down? Will you lay down when I tell you to lay down? If I tell you to sacrifice something, will you sacrifice it? And really what's going to happen when you lay that thing down? God is just testing you to see, will you do it? He's going to give it back to you. He's, that's what the blood of Jesus is for. It's the cover. 
you. It's for your sacrifice. So Jesus right over there in the thicket just waiting for you to open your eyes and see how he sees it. This situation you are in is not going to overtake you. Okay. Today, the people still use that name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. On that mountain that you are at, where, where God has brought you to, we are going to rename this place the place where God provides. You're going to bring your receipts. It'd be like, God has provided in this place. Is it your finances? Is it your health? Is it your business? Is it your ministry? Is it your family? Is it your marriage? What is it? Is it, is it school? Whatever it is, is it work? You're going to be able to bring back those receipts and say, God has provided. This place right here, we're going to call this Yahweh Jireh. We're going to call this Jehovah Jireh because God surely has provided on this mountain, child. That's all God wants you to know. Do you understand who is the God that you serve? You serve the one and only, the true and living God. Do you understand that he fed a multitude? He fed thousands of people with two fish and five loaves. So why are you worrying about what to eat, child? Why are you worrying about what to drink? The widow was getting ready, right? That widow, before Elijah came, it was Elijah, right? It was Elijah, it was Elijah. Before Elijah came, she was ready to eat this last little bit of bread and die with her and her son. But God provided. God brings you right to that place. What about the widow when Jesus put her hand on her son's coffin and brought her son back to life? He let the son go to the grave. He let the son die. He let the son be have a funeral child. He was dead, dead. And then God just put his hand on it and gave it life, child. He gave the widow back her son. God wants you just to know that nothing is impossible with him. That, that promise God has given you, it could be dead in the grave for four days. But when he says the Lazarus come out, he's coming out. Do you understand? So I need you to start fighting your fear with faith. I want you to stand firm on what God has said and watch this mountain move. Watch this mountain crumble, child. See, a lot of people be like, okay, I got, I got a mountain moving faith. But how are you moving that mountain with your faith? Are you fighting it with the word of God? Are you standing on what God told you? Are you like, here I am, Lord. I'm right where you told me to be. I'm right in a position where you told me to be. I'm ready to sacrifice this thing. I'm ready to do what I came here to do. I'm ready to catch a body today, Lord, because that's what you told me to do. Are you going to stand there boldly? Are you going to be courageous today and stand on the word of God? Mm. Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. This is what the Lord says, because you have obeyed me and not even with, and have not eaten, I'm sorry, I add words, and have not withheld even your son, your only son. I will swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number, like the stars in the sky and the sky. And the sand on the seashores. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. All because you have obeyed me. Then they returned to the servants and traveled back to Beersheba. Where Abraham continued to live. Child. This is and this war. God just wants to see, will you obey me? 
since you aren't withholding this thing from me, since you're not trying to figure it out, since you truly have given it to me and you chose to stand on my word, you chose to rest in me, well, you chose to lean on God's understandings and not your own child. Since you have decided to do that thing today, right? Since you decided to do that, God saying he has a blessing with your name on it because you didn't try to figure things out yourself. You didn't try to play God. You didn't try to argue with God, but you did what he told you to do. And you got a blessing with your name on it. It's coming. It's certainly what happened because you chose to obey the word of God. Can I tell you something? Sometimes when you obey the word of God, you be like, Lord, are you sure? My son, son, you sure? You sure? My son? <laughs> and the Lord be like, yup, you're one and only. Yes, that one right there, will you do it? And we're going to do another disclaimer. I'm not telling nobody to sacrifice their son, so don't even try to say that. But, you know, read between lines metaphoric. It's like a hyperbole. Like, just, just stick with what I'm saying. When God tells you to sacrifice whatever, when you do it, it pleases God. Now, you might get right up to that moment. Right with that knife in your hand and you holding your breath like it's about to go down. And all God wants to know is will you believe me? Will you obey me? That's all. You in this uncomfortable situation because he wants to show you how big he is. So I've learned that we get in these uncomfortable situations for that very reason. Because God is so big. He's so big that we we have to like get in these situations just to see how big he is. Like, I got a big guy. And the only way I can know I got a big guy is because I done had big problems. <laughs> I done had big issues, child. You feel me? Like that woman with the issue of blood, she had a big issue. And God showed her how big he was when, when as soon as she touched the hem, child, she didn't even touch him. She touched the hem and she was healed. That The, the virtue, he thought the virtue leave his body, child, because he a big guy. You feel me? He a big guy. That Roman officer, he was like, you don't got to, was it the Roman officer? It was somebody Roman. He was like, don't, you don't got to come to my house. I think it was the Roman officer. He was like, you don't got to come to my house. Listen, I know if you just speak the word, it's going to happen. It's your faith. He big. He knew, listen, I, I'm, I, when I tell my people to go, they go. If the person above me, if he tell me to go, I'm going to go. So I know that you the, you the head honcho. You, you, you G-O-D. You feel me? So I know if you say something, it's going to happen. <laughs> Change your perspective, okay? I'm not telling you something that I myself haven't experienced. And God still puts me, child, he got me in a situation right now. Well, all I got is his word. Like, Lord, I heard what you said, okay? I heard what you said. And I'm going to just stand on it, okay? So don't think this is over here. She ain't sacrificed today. And I got to sacrifice things in order to see how big he is. So let me pray for you, okay? Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just want to thank you, Father God. I want to thank you that your ways are higher than our ways, Father God, and your thoughts is higher than our thoughts, Lord. I thank you for just putting in our heart 
the ability to serve you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying for your child receiving this word, that she will begin to obey your word and lean not to her own understandings, Lord. I just want to thank you, Father, that in all her ways, Father God, that she will acknowledge you, Lord. And I thank you that you give us your word to stand on, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray that your child listening, bring glory to your name and just Flood her with your peace, Lord. Get Let her cast all her cares and worries onto you, Father God. And show her what you mean, Lord, when you say that you will give her rest, child. Show her, show her that. Show your child that, Lord. And I just give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Um, real quick, because it came into my spirit. It is Matthew 11, I believe. If it ain't Matthew, it's Mark. But I believe it's Matthew eleven twenty eight. I believe. But yeah, it sure is. Then Jesus said, come to me, all you, all of you who are rear weary and carry heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. God is inviting you into salvation today. He's saying if you give him all your heavy laden, all your burdens, child. If you give him that yoke, he will give you rest. Okay? He said let him teach you. He wants you to see What it's like to be kingdom. He wants to teach you what the the Bible verses that you're reading really means. Okay, so I walk into that. Be bold today. I think about Joshua, right? And he said, "Haven't I commanded you to be be courageous?" He said, "Bold or courageous?" We about to go there real quick because you know I don't want to quote the scriptures wrong, but. Real quick, Joshua chapter 1, and then we're going to go down to, hold on, hold up, it's 9, verse 9. This is my command, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He is there, child. He is not going to leave you in this situation. And this situation is not for your bad, but it's only for your good. So you can see the glory of God. So you can see how good God is, child. Okay? So I'm going to let you go. I just want to just say, God got you, okay? You already know everything's down in the link. If you want to support Within Her Beauty, if you want to book a one-on-one when the website drop, just keep your, your, yourself posted. If you want to email me, that's down there. Follow my social medias. You already know your sister's about to pop up like a thief in the night. Be on the lookout for when I start going live and all those things on all my social media platforms, which is coming very, 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 very soon. I love you guys so, 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 so much. But... Do not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.